beloveds. Wonderful to be with you again. I want to share with you about some of the current energies that are happening right now and uh, coming ahead uh, in current days, in coming days. So we have this incredibly high, brilliant, very fast moving energy that really has come in and continued to amp up, particularly since the beginning of September. And uh, it's really just been kind of jumping into many levels higher in terms of timelines. And we have more of that happening again. <laughs> um, and so a lot of things can be going on for you right now with this. So uh, the it, first, I just want to say it may be the case that you need or desire or feel uh, a call to a much greater degree of physical rest uh, and more advanced or skillful or on point or nuanced supports to your body in various ways in terms of what are you feeding it. And I mean both literally food, but also what else are you feeding your being in your body in terms of what are you listening to, what are you watching, what are you reading, who are you around, etc. All of that is your food, is your nourishment, and the quality of your nourishment has an enormous and immediate impact on the quality of your inner experience and your capacity to uh, integrate with more and more grace and ease these new beautiful energies as they come into you and as they bloom inside you they come in and they're like a seed each of them like they're they come in and they plant these little seeds and the seeds bloom open inside you so it's useful to be thinking about a cycle of new awareness new kind of intel if you will which we tend to like and we tend to enjoy uh, that we have that sense of kind of a mental model if you will of kind of new information that our mind is able to kind of grab onto a little bit and uh, and then when we don't have that awareness or that understanding um, we can be in kind of feel like we're in a little bit of a fog or we're we're feeling maybe even fearful or anxious because where did that go where did that clarity go or when will that clarity come back in or when will all of what's happening internally within me and the energies that are coming in when will that integration be kind of ready for me to access and so we can get into these really fear-based places in the rhythms, if you will, between expansion and integration. So it's very useful to think about kind of the lull times as integration times instead of, you know, kind of getting really grippy and fearful around like, ah, I gotta know, I gotta know, I gotta know. So I really encourage you to think about that. Um, and I want to tie this back into um, the transmission I also shared recently that was kind of an evergreen concept about from the movie Contact and the um, you can go listen to that in full so it's a really wonderful 35 minutes but um, but just in in brief this idea of kind of you create this chair of fear from fear from this that with this idea that the chair will keep you safe and you kind of buckle yourself into it and the chair 
uh, is actually not keeping you safe. The chair is actually preventing you from having the experience that you want to have. And so unbuckling and stepping out of that chair um, is very important now, especially with these times that we're, that we're in and these energies that we're in to step out of that chair and to understand that if you choose to stay in the chair, which is of course your choice, that it will start to kind of crunch you in, right? It'll start crunching you down and in, kind of like, like a garbage compactor feeling. So if you start to have that feeling of like, I feel like I'm getting scrunched in and, and like, eh, and I'm really getting eh, like, oh, wait, I didn't get myself out of the fear chair. Let me just step out of that now. So we are in this um, really interesting time. And there's a couple different ways to think about what's going on right now with these energies. Be aware also just from a kind of um, kind of like dates marker in human time, which may or may not be useful to you. Um, sometimes the human time thing can be useful around dates and sometimes not. Um, but to be aware that we have this full moon uh, coming on the 20th in Pacific time. Um, and we have also the, the fall autumn equinox in the Northern hemisphere coming on the 22nd, um, in, uh, Pacific time. And I'm not remembering the times of day for those, but you can look them up if it matters to you. And, um, and of course the equinox is also, um, uh, in the Southern hemisphere for spring. Um, so these are both very kind of big, potent, um, times, we'll just put it that way, right? And those energies are already kind of quickening as we're coming closer and closer to them. And there are other things going on from the sort of astrological mental model um, as well. Um, I'm not going to kind of get into a bunch of that language because I don't think it's really useful and it's not my area of expertise. But if you find it useful, you know, go feel free to go kind of check it out. Um, uh, I would say the the things to be useful to be aware of in terms of the astrology, if that's kind of your zone of happiness, um, is to be aware that there is sort of Mars and Venus are both in a phase right now and kind of in a, in a phase for a few weeks through the beginning of October where they are, um, uh, as far out of their own individual comfort zones as possible. Um, and these tend to relate to the ideas of kind of masculine and feminine energies. And they are also in kind of conversation with each other in a very specific and lovely way that's very supportive um, of, uh, of, of things kind of continuing to evolve and rise up. Um, and so accessing that kind of new higher level of connection within of your higher feminine, your divine feminine, your divine masculine, and, um, and then communicating with each other is a, is, is a way of thinking about this. Um, we also have a kind of Mercury relationship to Jupiter um, occurring as well at the same time as the um, full moon. So that's also a, a kind of a beautiful uh, support of the sort of full moon energy. And also um, then we have Mercury going retrograde officially on the 26th of, the, of September, um, which is great. Uh, I know some of you don't like Mercury retrograde and people kind of Mercury retrograde gets a bad rap, but I love Mercury retrograde and it's very supportive if you really just accept that what it is is a really useful kind of like, hmm, let's see, like what are, are there more things here to be reviewed um, before I move ahead to the next phase? And we are the bigger piece around what's going on right now is that there is another clearing out 
you've been in the middle of this already and it's getting it's going to kind of mm, ramp up in the energies um, in these coming days of more clearing out more clearing out more purging you may be experiencing that internally at an internal level around like let that go let that go let that go right the fear chair let it go like what are the other things that just are that you're already letting go um, you're releasing things you're surrendering things you are transmuting things um, that don't have a place anymore going ahead you're emptying out and making room inside for the new that will come in uh, also the um, uh, this may be happening on a physical level so there may be like oh suddenly you've got this huge urge to clean out a bunch of stuff in your house um, if you have any feelings of kind of material physical items that you know that you own whether they're in your home or someplace else like a storage unit that you want to get rid of this is a great time to just get rid of them I know we like to think about that as spring cleaning and, and you know for those of us up here in the northern hemisphere where I am it's like fall cleaning but yes absolutely right fresh starts are occurring so clean out and make room for it clean out and make room for what's coming it may not be clear what's coming and that's okay that's actually perfect you may also have a lot of sense of what's coming and that's also okay and perfect we are in this kind of uh two worlds place right now where we have kind of a foot in the old world and a foot in the new world and i'm getting this image of like um like a ship like a little boat that's at a dock and you've got one foot on the dock and you've got one foot on the boat and the boat is going to start leaving the dock <laughs> and so if you don't want to land in the water <laughs> and have to get the boat to come around and pick you up which it may or may not do you might have to swim really fast right to catch up to that boat you want to just hop into the boat right hop into the boat it's okay you may have that feeling if you've ever tried to get off of a dock onto a boat and you have that momentary feeling of like, oh, it's a really big step to get over into the boat. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my balance. What if I fall into the water or what if I like fall and hurt myself in the boat? Or, you know, you have the moment of you wait, right? The indecision. Um, it's okay. Step off the dock of the old and step into the boat of the new. It's actually much easier than it seems. It's just a step, right? you're going to be fine. There's somebody right there who's going to catch you if you if you tilt the wrong way and you feel you're going to fall into the boat instead of just stepping gracefully and it's okay. And the step in doesn't have to be graceful, right? It can be like bloody and messy and full of sweat and tears and ah, you know, fuck because you've just, you know, gotten rid of a bunch of other stuff, you know? Um and that can be a painful process. That shedding can be painful can leave you kind of feeling raw or tender um, and that is that is okay the boat will be a really great place to support that and when you hop into that boat there will be that lull time for integration and this is why the integration periods instead of feeling sad oh where's my new intel way way you know uh, I know we can have those especially the gifted women and you know I, I send these out for everyone but um, my my close-up work with humans is with the highly gifted woman and like one of them just sort of a little nugget for for you if you're one of those the brain of the gifted woman and really all gifted people but particularly the women that I work with um, is 
a voracious data input. More intel, more intel, more expansion of awareness, more, 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 bring it, bring it, bring it, yeah! And we kind of love the fire hose. Other people are like, oh, the fire hose, you know, we kind of love it. We're like, bring it, you know, aim that fire hose of awareness of information just right on me, bring it, baby. And we love it. And when we're in lull phases, when we're in integration phases, we can feel a sense of loss and a sense of anxiety about what if it doesn't come back or I miss it. And we can have stories about that and, and kind of be even into sort of little bits of depressive or anxiety kinds of symptoms. But when we understand and really have the visceral awareness, the visceral memory of, oh yeah, this is just an integration period. And that's really joyful as well. And and you know at that kind of the bigger level for everyone the biology is evolving because we are going through this evolutionary leap like there's physical stuff is happening in your body and the energetic codes and light codes or however you want to call it that are coming into the planet are coming into your being and shifting and changing you at kind of a molecular level and time is needed every time there's a new wave of that for it to integrate because the biology is happening in the physical level at the dense level, the level of density of physicality. And, um, and it's really important for the correct amount of time to be allowed. And how much time that is has a lot to do with kind of where you're at um, as well. There is a there is absolutely ways to increase your own capacity or skillfulness to do those integrations much more quickly with much more grace and ease so that you can kind of have the turnaround time, if you will, gets faster and faster and faster um, and easier and easier and easier as you become more and more skillful with it and you kind of move up that spiral. So absolutely, that's very possible. And if you beat yourself up in the moment of, oh, if only I had bothered to learn or focus, or if I was better or smarter or more on point or blah, blah, whatever, then I would be able to kind of go through this cycle more quickly. So that's, of course, the exact opposite of helpful, right? You want to bring that compassion for that sweet, tender being that is you, that is at the very center of all of this work that you're doing. And you're pulling away layers of, you know, the, the, the carapace of the dragonfly. You're pulling off the encrusted barnacles that you have put on as armor over not just this lifetime, but many lives, right? You're every sort of layer of integration and releasing and shedding is cleaning that out, cleaning out the gunk cleaning off the barticles, off the, off the hull of the ship that is you. And it's beautiful, but also it can be very painful. And I wanted to say a word about, sometimes we talk a lot about, oh yeah, shedding density, shedding density. I say that a lot and I mean it. And I want to remind you that I also say, don't try to avoid the physical. It's not about I'm trying to, quote, transcend away from the physical or that there's something wrong or bad about the physical. Look at the biological world. Look at nature. Look at this expression in the physical form of the deep sacred current of life force. And the awe and the amazement of that is just, I mean, it's staggering. It is beyond any words that I can give. And you know this, right? You love to look at those pictures and be out in the world and look at, you know, videos and pictures of amazing things happening all over the planet, right? That is possible because of density, okay? So 
it's not about density bad, right? Non-density good, right? We don't want any of that. In fact, one of the really interesting things about the current energies is a new level of discernment becoming available to you around when you accidentally trip and fall into polarized thinking, <laughs> right? Like, oops, I tripped and fell on a banana of polarization and got myself stuck in black and white thinking in either or thinking. And I forgot that the planetary theme energetically for 2021, which we are still in, I know it seems crazy, um, is both and, right? That both and, Yes, I am red. I like, I want to rise up. I want to shed the density that's holding me down in inappropriate ways. You know, there's too much barnacle encrustation on the, on the ship of me. That is a density that we can remove, right? We can be discerning and choosy about what kind of density, what kind of physicality, what form do we want the molecules to take? And we are building increasing capacity as we move closer and closer into the leap from old humanity, old homo sapiens into homo lumens to have that authority within ourselves around that. Hmm. There is this new level coming in with these energies related to the moon coming in on the 20th related very much to the equinox I feel there's just some super like there's a big I feel like there's a big building coalescing happening around the equinox at least for me that is fascinating and really fun and it feels like those um like when you look at pictures of kind of hurricanes you know in the meteorological mapping where it's like you know, it's just getting bigger and bigger, but the, the center is getting even bigger and bigger. It's just like, Wah! you know, and you're like, oh my God, it's going to be like a category 25. Like, I know that's not a thing in meteorology, but like just the biggest, craziest hurricane. Like I feel that coalescing tighter and tighter and bigger and bigger of energy around that time for me. And I, I'm not hundred percent sure how that's going to be for, for you, but I, but I feel to share that this is happening. And the important thing as you feel anytime you're feeling but for this too but anytime you're feeling this big coalescing of energy coming and you feel that sense of it coming and building within you want to be at the eye of that storm and so building your capacity to be at the eye be at the center be in the neutrality of the coalescings this is so vital so vital this is everything I feel uh, this is the key to what I was talking about a minute ago around how do I make the cycles of integration happen more easily and more quickly learn how to get into the eye of the storm of yourself of the world of all of it get into the eye of the storm and also I hear learn how to enjoy when you want to not be in the eye of the storm, but you want to go fly in the storm. Sometimes we love to fly in the storm and fly in those energies and learn how to kind of ride them, you know, um, you know, get your witchy broom, surfboard, whatever out and learn how to kind of fly in those big tornado winds and enjoy them and enjoy, enjoy that kind of wild, feral, 
energy of the wind whipping in your hair and the raindrops on your face and it's totally like Wuthering Heights blustery weather, you know, that you're loving it, loving it. If it batters you, right, develop the capacity to get into that eye of the storm. The eye of the storm is a place where you can both rest and recuperate, where you can just be in the lull without having any awareness about it, without understanding any of it, and you can just let it be, and you can just bring support into yourself to just kind of hang out, relax into it. The eye of the storm is also the place where at a higher level where you can have extraordinarily high awareness, where you can be way up at the pinnacle of the mountaintop at the very center of the storm, looking out and seeing everything, being above the storm even, in that kind of pillar that rises up from the eye of the storm and looking out over the whole thing. So there, so in this big coalescing, there is this new level of union becoming available. And ultimately, as we move into homo lumens, what that means, what homo lumens really means, or is kind of the hallmark, I should say, of that experience of homo lumens as a species coming into being now, is this integration, harmonization, and then union of the human self, the cosmic self, and the original self within the human biology, within the human body. We are not here to transcend and leave the human body. Our being, our soul, our spirit, our higher self, our cosmic self can choose at any time to say, yeah, you know what? I'm done with this human body experience. I'm out and off we go. That's what death is. And to me, in my experience, in my understanding, and, uh, and if we're really here for this homo lumens journey, right? We're here for the integration of all of that capacity, energetics, awareness, all of it here within the biology. And it's a process. It's many, many phases. It's not an overnight thing. We have overnight massive leaps forward that are available to us just in the blink of an eye like that. Absolutely, that's possible. But it's a process still. Right? Like we have this sort of like, oh, here's one. Boom. Okay, great. And then we're like hanging out with that. And then, we're, oh, here's another one. Boom. Right? And we have these incredible pulses, these incredible ripples out, these huge waves, these tsunamis even of expansion of awareness and of expansion and integration within the body and shifts in the body that occur. And then we have the lull time. After the big wave comes up on the shore, goes back out. The shore gets a rest. The shore gets to kind of hang out. Okay. Huh. So that happened. Oh, wait, here comes another, right? <laughs> Get in that rhythm for yourself, right? Love every minute of it. Love every minute of it. Keep cleaning out all the stuff and understand that if none of this over these next few days, as we get closer and closer into the, the full moon and the equinox, if none of this feels like how you're experiencing it, if you're like, my quality of experience right now, Melanie, is not like that. There, I'm not having delight. I'm not having a good time. 
<laughs> I'm really crabby about it. I'm cranky as fuck. I'm irritable. I can't deal with it. I'm not sleeping. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> That's okay too. Just bring some tender love into yourself around it and just love that human. It's okay, human. It's going to be all right. Everything passes. Everything passes. If you just, and even if you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, I love all this. It's all great. But seriously, I'm sleeping 20 hours a day. Totally fine. Just do what you need to do. Clear the decks if you need to. The other thing that may happen is that, you know, clear the decks because you may not need to sleep 20 hours. You may in fact want to be like in creating mode, in outputting mode for 20 hours, you know, a day. That's also fine. That's also possible in this, right? Very possible. Part of the what's cleaning out, just to kind of tie back a little bit to some of the feminine and masculine stuff for those of you who are interested in, in thinking about it from that perspective, part of what's clearing out a little bit is can also be in terms of relationship stuff, like the feminine side of the relationship to self, the relationship to others, the relationship to money, the relationship to, you know, various different kind of energies. Um, all this, of course, is also playing out in society and at the collective level as well. And it's just a big, huge fucking mess. And so I want to make sure that I mention that that's going to just kind of stay a little messy and that's okay. Let it work itself out. That storm needs to occur. And you know how after a storm, when everything just feels clean and clear and suddenly the sky is bright blue, that's where we're going. So just let it occur and you go stay in the eye of that storm. But so you may find that back to kind of the, your own connection into relationship energies, that there's a clearing out happening again at another level and just let that happen. And it's okay if you don't know what goes in there, right? Um, there'll be protection for that space. That's where that masculine is coming in at an even higher level to protect that space, to support that and to say, okay, what are we going to need here? What do you want to need? I had this kind of vision time the other day that I feel to share briefly as kind of the closing of this. Yes, okay. So You are greeted by a woman. Mary Magdalene is sometimes the energy that the humans know her as. She has never otherwise come into human form. And she greets you and she throws out her arms and you throw out your arms and there is a reunion happening. There is a reunion like you are sisters, like you are the closest of friends, like mother and child and child and mother each, like lovers. A reunion of closeness and connection that transcends all of those labels and ideas. And there's a joy in you of seeing her light up to see you and you remember oh my god you us together we are all together and you hug and join beyond hugging you almost merge in 
but still being yourself and her being herself. So joyful. And she takes your hand and she brings you into sort of a meadow kind of garden space. And it's beautiful. And there's little bees buzzing around and butterflies buzzing around and hummingbirds buzzing around and just life is just vibrant and the sky is a beautiful blue violet. The sun is shining and it feels glorious on you. It doesn't burn you. It warms you. It feels like melted honey on you. It's beautiful. And she brings you in to this beautiful open space and there are other beings there waiting for you to greet you. Mary is there. Mother Mary is there. Merlin is there. <laughs> there are many beings. And they kind of are all lined up to say, Yay! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome into this next level with your human. Your cosmic being, your higher self, your true spirit has integrated well enough into your human that your human can have this connection. Yay! So wonderful. And as you come closer in, you see there is 11 beings that you have not been connected with in your human before, at least not that you can think of, but you know them. You know them. You are so connected to them and they are your counsel you are part of a council of 12 and the other 11 are here and you are now ready to start connecting with your council of 12. You have been working with this council of 12 in many, many, many lives, in many realms and many star systems to support the light, to support evolution to support the deep sacred current of life force in its glorious expression in its flow and you've had many experiences together sometimes you've been a leader of the council sometimes you've been a member of the council you're on this mission now here in this human form and the council's been supporting you It's possible that some of them are also here in human form. You'll have to feel into that for yourself. So I want you to have that vision and see if it activates anything within you, then go a little deeper in with it and enjoy it. I hear you are curious about this for me, my experience, and I would tell you that um, I have had my awareness and connectedness within my human with my own council of 12 for a long time. So it's not a new connection for me. Um, uh, none of these are new connections for me. Uh, the, the vision was given to me. I had sort of the visceral experience of that connecting time with Mary Magdalene, but I have that time already uh, before. But just this very particular vision was kind of given to me both as a visceral experience in the, in the in the kind of dream time that it was given to me so that I could then share that imagery with you was why it was given to me is what I what I know and so so yes so I so I share that share that with you I hope that you enjoy it I hope that it 
brings you joy and peace and love. I love you. Thank you for your light in the world. Keep shining. <laughs>